Hi, and welcome back to Marriage Sensation. We're a marriage ministry located out of our church, New Life at Calvary, on East 79th and Euclid Avenue in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm Walter Glenn. And I'm Katie Glenn. And we're delighted to have you with us today. I want to make some housekeeping uh, corrections. Uh, when we were with you two weeks ago, we talked about a guy named Potiphar. Uh, Joseph was in his house and uh, there was, uh, you know, some, uh, with Potiphar's wife, he made, she made some advances towards Joseph. And I said that Potiphar was the governor, when in reality, he was the captain of the guard. So for all our Bible students out there, we want to make that correction because he was the captain of the guard. So please uh, bear with me on that mistake and I apologize for it. I also would like to say something to my dear wife. Um, we were going to do a Valentine's Day lesson, and we want to wish everybody a happy Valentine's Day. It's belated because it was last Monday, and um, we um, were going to do a lesson, and unfortunately, my brother-in-law went to be with the Lord. He passed um, uh, two days before Valentine's Day when we were about to record our lesson. And so I want to thank everyone who's given my wife and our family acts of kindness through cards, uh, condolences, verbal uh, acknowledgments. So we want to just thank you for thank you. everything you've done and during this very painful time in our family. So uh, I want to say that we have recovered and we're, we're healing and we're just thankful to the Lord for all he's done in this situation. And so let's get on with our lesson today. Father, let me pray first. Father, thank you for this lesson. We ask your blessing over it. We ask, Lord, that you would uh, bring out exactly the points that you would like to have established and that your name would be lifted up throughout this entire session. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. So you want to get us started, sweetie? Okay, today we're going to be talking about... Um keys to a healthy marriage. Amen. But first of all, we know that marriage is an amazing relationship. Amazing. But it takes a lot of work. Amen. Amen. And everybody can raise your hand on that one. It does take a lot of work. But there are some keys to help you along as you're going through your journey of marriage. And um, it will make your marriage healthy and strong and uh, just keep going on and on and on. Yeah, it's my, we want to have healthy vibrant marriages. Right, so you have exactly. a few pointers you're going to establish right. for us today. Yeah, the first one that's so important is love. Okay. That's a, you need to have love in your marriage. And 1 Corinthians defines what love is. It says that love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy. I'm just going to kind of paraphrase. I'm going to go through the whole section, but it does not boast, it's not proud, it's not rude, and it's not uh, self-seeking, and not easily angered. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's, okay. a lot, that's a lot to catch on to. But. Now, if you've been married longer than two weeks, uh, you've <laughs> run into a few of these situations right. where, uh, okay, let's start with the first one. Love is not, love is patient, okay? Uh, we know that it's pretty easy to be patient with a lot of folks in our lives but when it comes to our spouse we can demonstrate some areas of impatience uh, whether we're waiting for them to get into the car so we can head to church and somebody's running a little bit late or whether it's uh, 
you know, an impatience with a situation that we thought should have been corrected a long time ago, but hasn't yet corrected itself. Uh, we can demonstrate some uh, impatience as it relates to our spouse. Uh, amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So the next point. Love is kind. Yeah. What does kindness look like to you? It's just kind is speaking softly and gently to your spouse in, in any situation, whether you're getting ready to go into some intense fellowship or you're just, you know, talking about your day. Just be kind with your words. Mm -hmm. Be kind with the tone of your voice. That is so important. That will make for a good evening. Okay. <laughs> and, it, 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 and it kind of sets the tone for right. the conversation, too, right. when we're kind. If, if it's seasoned with grace and kindness, it right. sets the tone for going forth and having a good conversation. Right. When there's harshness, that doesn't. that's not conducive of a good, strong conversation that's going to go very far. Okay, love does not envy and it does not boast. The envy part of love, where, do you, where would you see envy crop up in, in, in a marriage? I, I mean, I'll, I'll give my point first. I think that I, we've known couples that, boy, they're envious of each other's success. Yes. Uh, they're envious of the fact that one makes more money than the other. Right. Uh, and it's almost like a competitive type of situation, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and really, you know, you should be, you're on the same team. Yeah. So you should be working together. There's nothing to envy of the other about the other person because everything, you're supposed to be working together and everything just hooks like that. It goes in the so same pot. It goes in the same pot, exactly. Yeah. Your so success there's is no my reason success. to envy you know, your spouse. And then it does not boast. Yeah, I, I think boasting, I, I don't think anybody likes a boastful person. Uh, somebody that's always bragging. Uh, mm -hmm. I think we can we can become boastful in our marriages in a number of areas. Uh, you know, uh, it could range from our children, where we're mm -hmm. boasting about their accomplishments, mm -hmm. to uh, boasting about our jobs to boasting about our marriage, right, right. Uh, trying to present this uh, perfect marriage when in fact it's not so perfect, uh, or trying to uh, boast about our accomplishments or, our, or yeah. you know, uh, I well, think love doesn't do that. Love does not do that. Uh, it doesn't boast, and mainly it doesn't put the other person down. Right. Uh, boasting can have a tendency to. Be condescending towards another person, uh, putting their achievements and accomplishments. Uh, yeah, I know you work, but I really bring home most of the money. Uh, that, that's that boastful type of attitude. Uh, that's not our case in our marriage, but uh, that because uh, she always made more money than I did, but I, and I was thankful because uh, praise God. Uh, but boasting, yeah, it, it has a, a way of just kind of tearing a marriage apart. Okay, love is not proud, and it's not rude, and it's not self-seeking. Well, you go for it. All of those are just very vital in your relationship. You know, you can't just be too proud of not asking for help or wanting to talk about a, a situation. Saying that is I'm sorry. Saying I'm sorry. That's all a very prideful attitude. That, uh, you know, are showing the pride that you don't need to have with your spouse. Another is it's not rude. You yeah. know, you are um, respectful for to your spouse and 
in any situation, you know, you would not try to embarrass your spouse or anything like that, any type of situation. You know, you want to talk respectfully and, and with a good tone and everything while, while you're out. And just not even be rude with each other inside the house, you know. Right. You can work on that as well. It, love does not, it is not rude at all. The other is, another is self-seeking. It's like you are, you're looking to um, do for your spouse, to meet your spouse's needs. You're just not looking for me, me, me. This is what I need. This is what I want. This is, you know, da, 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 da. But it's more on pleasing your spouse, doing things for your spouse, just doing uh, just little things for them, you know. I'm not looking to please myself, but to please my spouse. Yeah, given the fact that we're selfish creatures by yeah. nature, uh, that's a hard one sometimes to mm -hmm. be to be not self-seeking, you know, looking out for number one, looking out for my own good. Right. Uh, what's in this for me? Uh, how do I get the advantage? How, what 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 things are, are are best for me and not necessarily best for us as a couple right. it's more of a me attitude instead of a we attitude and, right. and we want to get to that we attitude because that's what works in marriage that's what makes right. marriage strong being marriage a we. Is we. <laughs> marriage is a totally we. we it's not a and uh, the last one I want to go over is that it's not easily angered mm, that's a good so one. we have to watch our attitudes towards different things watch our behaviors towards things that are happening you know it could be a good situation it could be like a little argument is getting ready to brew but you need to in the beginning just calm yourself down mm -hmm. before you get to that next level hopefully you won't get to that next level that you will be able to calmly talk about the situation and because love doesn't get angry with the person that they do love well, not easily. Not it, easily. Yeah, it's not easily right. angered. Uh, sometimes you may get angry, but uh, I don't think it should last long. And uh, and I think that uh, when we say easily angered, uh, we're talking about sometimes triggers, uh, right. little things that can trigger anger mm -hmm. or outburst of anger. Uh, and those that those need to be at a minimum in marriage. Right. Uh, they really do need to be at a minimum. People make mistakes. We're not perfect right. people. Right. People have car accidents. You uh, really have to, to check yourself when it, it's time to discuss something or talk about that accident that happened. You have to go home and tell, oh, man, I ran into such and such. You know, the other, your spouse needs to check that anger mm -hmm. before it just gets out of hand. Or any sensitive subject, I think, right. you know, uh, any sensitive subject, we need to sort of get ourselves prayed up before we go into that subject mm -hmm. and just sort of, uh, you know, put the shoe on the other foot. I think that's right. helpful. Put your Always. shoe on the other foot. What if it were me? What if, the, what if I made that mistake? And I will make a mistake. So, you know, how, do, how would I like to be treated in that situation? I think, right. uh, and I, I think... You are excellent at that. You're excellent at holding your composure in almost every situation. You're so poised. You're so you're so good about that. I want to thank you for that because uh, I, I I I don't I can I don't recall many times seeing you angry. Uh, you know, uh, and so I, I thank God for that. Uh, that's not an issue in our marriage, thank God. Uh, we don't, you know, we don't have those outbursts of anger. Uh, but the Scripture tells us uh, that that's that's a trait that needs to be eradicated as much as possible from our marriages. 
uh, especially the easily angered, where we just go off on for different things that uh, should, could easily be talked out, worked out, or figured out. So love is just giving ourselves totally to each other. Amen. So that's one very key key to a healthy marriage. A second area is trust. And it cannot, trust cannot be uh, built, or your marriage cannot be built and sustained without trust. Amen. We have to be able to trust each other. We have to, um, the trust towards one another is just so vital to a healthy marriage. And that uh, within the marital trust, it includes fidelity. Okay. Fidelity. We must be able to trust that uh, our spouse will remain faithful in the marriage. That is what fidelity is all about, being faithful in marriage. And we found that God placed so much importance on this area that it made not committing adultery one of the Ten Commandments. Yeah. That's how important it was to keep that relationship strong together and uh faithful. Yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, marriage the marriage bed should be kept pure, scripture says. Exactly. Kept pure. Yeah. No, there's yeah. no two ways about that. Right. So the next area is honesty. We should be able to trust each other in in uh, whatever is happening in our lives, whatever is happening, you know, with each other, but we must be able to trust that we will be honest towards each other. Mm -hmm. And that's so very important. Um, we need to be honest about uh, who we are, what we're, we're feeling and what we're thinking, and about our successes and failures. You know, we need to be honest with that with our spouse because this is the person that we need to be sharing this type of information with. I think we live in a society, Katie, that uh, always is looking to set their their best life forward, their best mm -hmm. self forward. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's very dishonest in terms of, uh, you know, who, we, uh, really who we really are, yeah, at our, at our core. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we, we try to, in marriage, um, sort of uh, assimilate into the other person just to make, make things work. And so, to some degree that's fine, but, you know, at, at our core we have to be who God made us, you know. Right. And, I think honesty comes in too when we talk about finances. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. If one, if one person is overspending in a relationship, uh, and they're hiding the spending, and or, or they're hiding the products being brought in, like new clothes or new this or new that, and they're kind of hiding it. No, no, it's not new, and that's right. that's not honesty. Uh, yeah, there should be, be like you said, no hiding from one another. No, no hiding. Doing. We need to be honest and come out with what is happening. I remember uh, listening to a couple who he was so concerned about the frailty of his wife, which she wind up not being a frail person at all, but very strong. Uh, he just didn't know that about her. But uh, their finances were in a mess, and but he was afraid to tell her. And what really happened was that if he had told, had been honest with her about their finances, she wind up being the, the person who could do the finances much better than he did. And so when she found out, he said, let's just switch our roles here because I can I can figure this out. I can get us out of this. But he, if he had just been honest with her, they wouldn't have been in, in the mess that they were in. 
and I, I don't know about this scenario that you're talking about, but mm -hmm. it, he, he might have been trying to be protective. Exactly. He, he was, was trying to be he protective. Was. He thought he was doing a good thing, when in yeah. reality, uh, the honest uh, quotient of that would have brought out some the fact that, you know, she wasn't the best person to do the finances. Right, exactly. And so exactly. sometimes we need, we need, well, not sometimes, all the time, we need the honesty in marriage uh, so that we know what ground we're playing on, what what right. field we're playing on. If there's well, no honesty, we don't right. we don't even have a, a level playing if field. If there isn't that honesty, then the relationship suffers. Well, yeah. There's because, you know, things done in the dark are going to come out in the light. Amen. And so sooner or later, she would have found out that their finances were just horrible. Yeah. But if it had been honest in the beginning, they could have worked that out together some kind of way. All right, let's move along here. Uh, the next area is uh, behaviors. We need to, uh, being married, behaved in a, in a certain way that demonstrates respect for uh, your spouse, that um, we are meeting our spouse's needs, that we're, again, treating with respect. We are, are being patient. We're doing uh, things together, activities together. But it's that um, just being together that is, is so important with that with our behaviors and our behaviors demonstrate that we really care and love this person. You know, I think in marriage we all want to be able to count on some things mm -hmm. uh, and one of the things we want to be able to count on is our spouse's behavior especially in negative situations. Right. Uh, we want to be able to count on the fact that they're going to handle it well and we want to count on uh, mm -hmm. behavior plays such an important role in marriage uh, because uh, behavior is one of those things where, you know, uh, poor behavior can, it, 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 it's noticed very, it's noticed quickly. It's, it's, right. it's something that deteriorates very rapidly, mm -hmm. uh, whereas good behavior leads to some good character, which right. leads to some good uh, outcomes in marriage. It leads to right. some things that work well in marriage. Uh, I think our behavior is... Is, is, is it's just critical at times. Uh, mm -hmm. How do we handle different situations? How do we right. deal with uh, problems? How do we deal with um, challenges in our marriage? Because uh, they're going to come up pretty regularly. So our behavior is got to be in check, and it's right. got to be it's got to be uh, there. See, there, there has to be a godly example with that. I think. I think there our behavior has to be run through the filter of you know, how does God, what was God's behavior? Because I know we, we, we disappoint God quite a bit. And so what, what, was that, what does that look like when we disappoint each other? What does it look like uh, with our behavior when uh, situations go south, so to speak, you know? Mm -hmm. So behavior is critical. Another area is respect. That's yeah. a big one, respect. And respect is the way a person treats something that he or she values. Mm -hmm. So the question is, how much do we value our spouse? That's critical. And, and because if something is highly valued, you're going to treat it with honor and dignity. Mm -hmm. And so think about how much you value your wife and how you are, or your husband, how you are treating them, yeah. how you are valuing them. Do you listen to them? Um, do you show the proper respect for them? In First Peter chapter two, verse seventeen says, "Show proper respect to everyone. 
And so that respect is so, so very vital in a marriage so that um, your spouse feels honored, your, your yeah. spouse feels valued. special, yeah. your spouse feels valued for who they are. Yeah, I think respect is also respecting your opinion. Mm -hmm. It's respecting right. you as a person. It's not correcting your spouse in public. Mm. Uh, it's right. not. I think respect is, uh, you know, being willing to know that you're not always right uh, mm -hmm. in a situation. Uh, respect is just it's, it's just it's a God-given characteristic where mm -hmm. you just give that person value. You attach value to that very person. Right. And you say, you are valuable to me. And in marriage, your wife or your husband is valuable. Right. And so there should be a, there should always be an element of respect, even when we disagree. Right. Which, that's the hard part now. That's the hard part. When we disagree on a subject, right. do we do so respectfully? Yeah. Yeah. Or Another it, thing involved with that respect is that you need to respect your spouse in a way that they understand, mm -hmm. that they appreciate the respect that you're showing them. So just, you know, find out if you're having a, a discussion, you know, how do you want that scenario played out? Mm -hmm. You know, do you want, you know, no distractions, no TV, no phone, you want to look eye to eye, you know, that's a sort of, that, that shows respect for the other person. Mm -hmm. And if, if that's what the person needs or wants, then you need to figure that out or mm -hmm. even ask them, you know, what, what can I do to show more respect? Yeah. And uh, that just makes things go a lot easier. I agree. Thank Giving you. your full attention of whatever they need. Mm -hmm. uh, one other one is uh, understanding. And understanding is uh, um, actually your spouse, and we're going to school about our spouses in that we need to learn, uh, we need to become a, a student of our spouse yeah. uh, every day. We need to learn what our spouse likes, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, what's their favorite food to eat? What do they, you know, like to watch on TV? What do they, what do they like to do? And it, it, that because learning about your spouse it shows, um, again, again, respect, respect for uh, learning about your spouse. Um, communication could get better, knowing you know what kind of communicator your spouse is, and uh, you'll know what the other person needs. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. wisdom goes a long way towards marriage. Uh, right. In Proverbs, it talks about knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Mm -hmm. And the understanding part is 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 the part where you just really that that's digging deep. That's that's going that's diving deep into the deep waters of yeah. uh, your spouse. And you know, I need to know what hurts you. I need to know what uh, causes you joy. I need right. to know. Uh, I should you know be able to look at you and know something is not right. Mm -hmm. I can just tell by your countenance mm -hmm. that. Uh, you know, or your voice, hearing something in your voice, and I can hear, okay, she's nervous, or she's, or, or he's right. upset, or, right. you know, we should be able to know within uh, uh, just the little things. And that's why I think it's so important to love, to learn your spouse's love language. 
because yeah. that is so important. Mm -hmm. When you know what makes your spouse happy, it's all good to go. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. the understanding part and and how it, how it plays out in marriage is that um, you know when we're around other people, uh, you know, we could be around our in-laws or you know, and, and someone says something. And uh, you're able to you're able to come in and sort of buffer that because you know that was that was hurtful to my right, spouse, right. you know. And mm -hmm. you say, well, well, you know, no mom or dad, uh, you know, uh, that's right. not the situation or that's not the case. Uh, we should be protecting each other uh, and casting each other in the best light as right. much as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, we we're each other's number one fan. Right. Uh, we're. <laughs> We're in this together. We're in it for life. This is a life sentence, folks, until right. death do us part. And so, yeah, the understanding yeah. comes in and knowing. And that takes time. It does. I yeah. mean, it's a process. You got two people together who, you know, are total opposites. And now we're living together. We're married. We're living together. You're going to learn a whole lot about that person. And, and the important thing is to be mindful of that and really search it out really look for and it, it morphs, really doesn't ask it? questions doesn't it yeah. morph doesn't it change yeah. over time oh, you know because we're growing over time and so our maybe our thinking is changing or maybe the way we did something before is changing or you know maybe we got a little stronger in our resolve mm -hmm. or whatever so you have to pick up on those things yeah so and that's why we have to have understanding because like you said we're, we're constantly changing in marriage you're not the same person right that you were two years ago or even right. a year ago right. uh, yeah. some situations have come into your life that have yeah. changed it so yeah something always comes up we've got to have that understanding with each other that right. you know uh something's a little different and i need to make an adjustment right yeah, we all need to make an adjustment in, in, in terms of, you know, what we're facing or what comes up. And it's like, oh, okay, let's uh, let's work on that, you know. Yeah, amen. Yeah. Now, the, the, the last one we have is faith. And it's with two people of faith who hold before them the uh, ideal of marriage as God intended. It just, you will find your journey of marriage to be the most uh, fulfilling adventure. Yeah, marriage, it is an adventure. <laughs> marriage is rewarding when we're able to share our faith together, our love for Jesus Christ, our love for the church, our love for uh, the sense of mission. See, uh, we see our marriage as right. a mission. Yes. This is a mission field. I'm a mission field. And we're missionaries to each other in this thing that we call marriage. And so when we, when we talk about marriage, we have to look at each other as... Uh, we need. We're, we've never. We, we're, we've not arrived. Neither one of us have arrived. We'll. We'll probably never arrive. But when we look at our faith, our faith gets us through a lot of various right. situations yeah. that Good we probably wouldn't have made it through right. without our faith. Exactly. So exactly. Uh, it's exciting to have a faith. It's exciting to have some a, a God that is so much bigger than we are. Right. Uh, and that we're 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 the clay in the hands of God, and He's forming us and shaping us and molding us and fashioning us into a marriage that's strong, vibrant, healthy, and right. at times challenging. And so we've got to understand that uh, our faith plays a vital role in right. how we see marriage. Uh, it's and, and, and you know God 
made marriage. So this this is how he intended it to be. So he gives us, and sometimes I think God has a sense of humor. <laughs> he does have a sense of humor because he gives us all these different challenges. They could be little small ones that can drive you crazy or, you know, big challenges. And I think he put the, the difference together so that we would learn how to love each other as he loves us. Yeah, marriage is the perfect illustration of a relationship with God. God uses marriage as, mm -hmm. as, as that illustration. Um, and all these different keys that we talked about, the, the love, the honesty, and all of that, it, they just build on each other. They yeah. just build on each other to where you have a great foundation for your marriage. Because if you don't have that foundation, any little problem can just shake you off of that foundation and the relationship suffers. So once you have all those combined together, you've got a strong foundation, and then you've got to work at it. Well, it's like a good soup. you got to have all the ingredients. Right. you got to put all the ingredients in the pot in order for the soup to taste good. Right. In order for the marriage to be good, you need all those ingredients that we've talked about. You need right. honesty. You need understanding. You need uh, to be uh, respectful for each other, towards each other, right. and all that... All those ingredients in one pot right. makes for a very tasty, delicious, healthy. wonderful, healthy marriage. So, yeah. uh, any final thoughts coming from you, my dear? No, just work hard, get through the, the, the problems that, that are going to come and face you. But if you do it together, if you have a common vision, if you have God in the center of your marriage, then you are going to have a healthy marriage, and it's going to last. Well, until next time, we, we want you to stay married, but we also want your marriage to be sensational. sensational.